today we're gonna be doing something very different from what I usually do or say. But anyways, good evening, Podulas. Today, oh my gosh, episode six. Huge for me. I know it's not that big of a like a deal to everyone else, but it's huge. So we are gonna be reading from the Bible tonight. Or day. Tonight. We're gonna be reading from the Bible. I hope everyone's okay because I am well. Okay? So we're gonna be reading from the Bible today. I um I think it was yesterday. I was like I need to record. It's been a while, but what am I actually gonna be talking about in this episode and I just asked God to give me something to talk about um I must say I did have very little hope but I still had hope at the same time I don't I don't know why now that I say out loud it sounds very wrong for some reason but anyways um yeah I asked to be given something just an idea of what to talk about in today's episode and um Bible. Here it is. Bible. Um took me to first Corinthians chapter six verse nine up until the end. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So we're just gonna hop right into it. Okay. Um, I will be disclaiming a few other stuff that um, did come to my attention while reading and, you know, pulling out my Bible and everything. So, yeah, all that will come. Just keep listening. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. And I'm just going to be reading and I'm obviously going to give my input and, you know, just my side of understanding what exactly i'm reading so yeah first corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 don't you know that evil people won't have a share in the blessings of god's kingdom now whenever i read the bible nowadays i always um kind of take not every little word, but just the words that kind of stand out to me or I feel need more defining. And right now, in what I just read, the word share kind of just stood out to me. And of course, I already picked out a few words that um, I defined or, you know, Googled for definitions. And share would obviously be defined as a part or portion of a loud um a larger amount so yeah anyways continuing i don't know why i brought that up but continuing don't fool yourselves no one who is immoral and immoral defined as wicked evil or bad okay so my definition this would be since immoral well part of the definition is bad then moral would be good obvious thing right so no one who is 
in other words, wicked, evil, or bad, and other um, synonyms for the word immoral, or worships idols, right? So, and for idols, I don't think we're talking about, you know, the little statues or effigies that we have, you know, for those that do have them. Um, take, for instance, Indians who have the little elephant statues and whatnot. Yeah, pictures could also be idols. Um, little ornaments and um, as well as accessories. Those could be idols as well. Um, just searching up the word idols let's see what it has it's an image or representation of a god used as an object of worship so it can be an image or representation of something of someone that you use to worship or as some that you use as something to worship okay so when we say idols, let's not just think of, you know, anything you can pick up that's heavy, you know, because I think right now we're just thinking about, you know, little idol statues and whatnot, but they can also be images and so forth. So, no one who is immoral or worships idols or is unfaithful in marriage or is a pervert, um, pervert. To distort from normal or what would be considered or is considered normal. That's the um, definition of pervert. Yeah. Or behaves like a homosexual. Now, this is the part that really had me overthinking for like a split second or more than that, really. The word behaves, um, or behaves like will be defined as act or conduct or conduct oneself now when i read behaves like when i first read this i was like okay an act of course that's another synonym for behave but then i immediately thought of okay what about like i started thinking about men who effeminate themselves and women who make themselves masculine but that's just what they're making of their bodies but that's not um the behavior that they're giving off the world because there are women out there who are masculine and who do involve themselves in activities that make them um masculine but they do not behave or conduct themselves as men so I was this close to even thinking that, you know, all these women that take part in these, you know, competitions and whatnot and, you know, just really do these hardcore workouts to just be masculine and whatnot. I thought for a second that that was a sin, but I, I later figured out that I didn't, um take into consideration what I read fully which was or behaves like a homosexual 
you know so in my head of course in my eyes i read behaves like a homosexual but in my head i i read like the other gender you know or of the opposite gender so i'm hoping you understand where i'm getting with this or something but yeah so behaves like to act or conduct so no i pers i will not say it is not a sin i will say i personally do not think and at this point feel like i know <laughs> that it is not a sin but it is still just my opinion okay it's no research done nothing proven just my opinion because i was just thinking way out of line um out of line whoa anyways so yeah or behaves like a homosexual will share in god's kingdom neither will any thief or greedy person or drunkard I don't know. I also took this one word to define it as well. And I got habitual drunk. Or someone who is a habitual drunkard. And habitual, for those who don't know, um, is just like something that's a habit. You know? So, someone who takes drinking as a habit. Or someone who has a habit of drinking. So, yeah. Or drunkard, or anyone who curses and cheats others. Some of you, and this is um, verse 11, some of you used to be like that. In fact, a lot of us used to be like that. And I'm talking about um, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ right now. A lot of us used to be like that. And a lot of us who are non-Christians right now can... In the future, use this statement as well once they do give their lives to Christ. Um, I don't want this to come off sounding like you have to give your life to Christ, even though it's, you know, supposed to be a thing, right? So, a lot of us used to be like this or like that. I used to be like that. I wouldn't say I was a drunkard because it wasn't ever a habit for me to drink, especially like when we had events and whatnot. It wasn't always a habit for me to drink. Um, both of my parents drink, but out of respect, I guess, I never um, took it upon myself to you know, get a drink with my parents or anything. Like, it was just wrong, and also they wouldn't let me. But yeah, so I wasn't a drunker, but I, I used to drink. Um, a thief, I think any time you steal something, you're a thief right now. So I think all of us are thieves at this point. Because yeah, I have stolen. Oh my gosh, it sounds so weird coming out from my mouth, like out loud. Ugh greedy i think we've all had our share of being greedy in life it's such a bad thing though because it just takes away from what is supposed to be a good character that you're supposed to have um perv you know a lot of us when we think about perv we think of 
what is related to sexual activity. And it is, yeah, but in this case, distort from normal. Maybe, maybe not. Um, and or behaves like a homosexual. No, but a lot of the stuff that was mentioned here, I used to be or I had such a character before I gave my life to Christ. And it's such an obvious thing that I would say used to be because now I live for Christ and not for the world. So um, I'll continue. Some of you used to be like that. But now the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and the power of God's Spirit have washed you and made you holy and acceptable to God. So yeah, a lot has changed. A lot will change for those who are and want to be a part of Christ. Yeah, I'm just going to continue. There's not really much that I can add to that already. So verse 12 and I continue, and this is under um another title. This is Honor God with Your Body. I just got goosebumps reading that. So I'm just going to read and see where this takes me. Some of you say we can do anything we want, but I tell you that not everything is good for us. Um, Us, mind you, this is Paul talking, so... No confusion there. So I refuse to let anything have power over me. You also say food is meant for our bodies and our bodies are meant for food. But I tell you that God will destroy them both. I mean, food, it's an obvious thing. It's not going to be there forever. And your body, that's also an obvious thing. It's not going to be there forever. So that is my um, explanation for that verse right there because you know for sure that you live to die it's it's so obvious because your body is really just waiting for you you know just to die that's it you know we live to die so it's better to even i mean why waste why waste what you've been given in this world? I mean, of course, you're going to get something way better in heaven. But it's just, think about it. Why would you... What's the word that I'm looking for? I'm looking for a really good word. Maybe it's going to come up. So let me just continue reading. Um, we're not supposed to do indecent things with our bodies and so much is going on already and i can only relate this to usually i would love to just relate this to celebrities but now the fact that i can actually you know not relate but like talk about stuff um referring to people that i know it's actually sad because you don't want to be talking about people that you know and like referring them to situations like these. But it's just that, I mean, I have, um, I won't say a friend, because I mean, friend is such a big title. But I used to school with someone in primary and she was just this, you know, 
not so bubbly but quiet but you know just she had such a chilled energy and whatnot and it's just she's just one of those people that you wouldn't expect to the person that i'm seeing right now is like completely different from the person she was back then when we were schooling together and yeah people change but there was like such a huge change for me it was so unexpected you know so and this is the thing that i realized when i was watching something i was watching a youtube video this morning on how such an obvious thing so cliche for me to say right now it's not the person it's what's in them and a lot of the times i find it so hard to see what is in the person because a lot of the times i see them and not what is in them meaning this spirit that has taken over them to make them act the way that they're acting and i feel personal opinion i feel that the enemy the only way that the enemy can take over you is when and if you give him just even just a little just the tiniest amount of space for him to enter he will enter whether it's if you're angry at somebody i don't know i'm referring back to this cartoon ladybug and cat noir and i don't know if i'm the only one that made it look like this right now the way i'm looking at it right now so whenever someone used to get angry at somebody or whenever um someone felt betrayed or disappointed by um their friend or something just the moment they start crying or the moment they start feeling jealous or the moment they start feeling angry this one guy in this i don't even know how he could see everything but it makes so much more sense right now because the enemy keeps such a close eye on every single thing you do because he's just waiting for that moment that one chance for you to break so that he can just slip in because in that moment you're thinking of nothing else not even god you're thinking of nothing else but what you're going through and you're making this about yourself and your feelings and you're letting your emotions get the better of you and the moment you do that you're allowing him in unknowingly and sometimes a lot of the times most of the times maybe all the time unintentionally because you don't know you're just letting yourself you're feeding yourself with your own emotions instead of the holy spirit and what god and how god can heal you instead so let's take for example the the cartoon ladybug and cat noir um let's say two of the two friends get into a fight and the one leaves and the one behind feels you know angry that you know that just happened and whatnot so this guy in this tower just has this huge screen with all these little weird butterflies just you know flying around and he he like just the moment it's like when she starts getting angry it's like feeding off of him so it's like an automatic thing that he would feel that someone is going through something right so when that happens to her this huge screen like switches on and he's like 
yes, you know, another one. And he sends off this one of his butterflies and he's like, just go take over her and whatnot. Because he wants what Ladybug has, which is like all the power that she has and whatnot. Because she's such a good person and whatnot and everything. So he uses whatever negative energy he can feel whatever energy that is what that could possibly in my words right now drive you away from god he uses whatever situation you're in whatever difficult situation that you think you're in or that you are in to just get in and get into your head and everything so he sends this little butterfly and then this butterfly whatever it touches that's on you so so even if you're wearing a headband and it you know just lands in the headband and like completely takes over you and you transform into this you know beast or whatever whatever really and now you want to take revenge on this person that hurt you right so that was the idea of that whole cartoon and ladybug would then excuse me show up and then she'd save the day and everything but i think i don't know why i overthought about this but it was it was so realistic because it was so true what the cartoon was portraying and i don't know if that was the actual um idea or aim that they were trying to give to the audience but that's just how i perceived it so it was so realistic because a lot of the times when we are put in really uncomfortable or um really bad situations we of course majority of the time tend to focus on what we're going through instead of how i can actually instead go to god and seek help because i really need the help because you know you don't want to stay angry you know you don't want to stay hurt but you're so focused on it that it makes you want to stay hurt and angry because you feel like your feelings need to be validated so i mean just the little things because trust me our problems and whatever is going on and whatever we're going through those are little problems believe me so these little problems that we let get the better of us that we let take over us we think that we're just allowing that but we're allowing so much more than our emotions to get the better of us we're allowing the enemy to get into us you know so the moment you feel sad you're like you can't even think of God because you just focus on how sad you are and how sad this person made you feel like or how sad the situation made you feel like or how angry this person made you, you know? You're so focused on that instead of what you should be focused on instead, which is God and the Holy Spirit and, you know, asking for intervention for from the Holy Spirit to just intervene and help you through the situation, not to get out of it, to get through it. Because nothing will help from asking God to get you out of the situation 
because you don't even know if you're supposed to get out of this situation because you're supposed to go through it instead. And a lot of the time we ask God, we wonder why we're not getting out of a situation. And it's because we're asking God to just let take this situation out of our lives so we can just be free from it. But think about it. If God takes away the situation and it's gone, what have you learned from it? Nothing. Because... It's not like you haven't allowed yourself to like be disturbed or go through stuff and whatnot. Well, actually it is because you just want it gone, but you don't know how much you could realize instead and how much you could learn from going through it instead of asking to be let out of it. Because so, like, the storm will not go away until you go through it. How many, like, just think about it in this way. When it's a rainy day and it's, like, really, really just, you know, harsh winds and, like, you know, harsh rain and whatnot. My English is so bad right now, but I'm just trying to make sense. Are you really going to wait until it's gone for you to go home? No, you're not. You're going to drive through it because you have to get home at some point, right? And who knows how long the storm is going to be? What if it's going to be for hours? Are you really going to wait for hours to get home? And my home right now that I'm, the home that I'm referring to, of course, it's is heaven. So are you really going to let what's in front of you hold you back? from what's at the end or are you really gonna let what's going on right now hold you back from what's at the end of all of this like are you really gonna do that because it's not gonna help you with anything it really isn't so i just feel like we need to be really careful when especially when something distraughtful or traumatic happens to us Because it really isn't all about us. It never was. It never will be. It hasn't been. Ever been. About us. Okay. And we need to stop doing that. Because problems will come. And problems will go. Right? You need to ask for help. And, And I told this to someone... I told this to a friend. That problem is not gonna go until you learn from it. Take, for instance, a relationship, right? Or relationships. So many times we're like, God, why isn't this relationship working? Okay, you guys get into a relationship and it doesn't work out. And you're like, okay, next And you get into another relationship and it doesn't work out. And, you know, you just keep getting into so many relationships and they're not working. And you're asking yourself why it's not working. and But you're not taking time out to realize what the problem is or who the problem is. You know, so these relationships aren't going to work or relationship after relationship. None of these people are going to seem right for you 
because you're not taking time out to realize what actually is the problem. You're just waiting to get to the next person and kind of make it work or just hope to make it work. So the same with problems, you know, problem after problem will keep happening if you don't learn anything from it. The same thing will keep happening if you don't learn from it. You know? I'm trying to make this make sense or more sense than um what I'm saying right now. But well, like, well, yeah. What I'm basically trying to say is if you're not going to take time out to actually sit and understand yourself in the situations that you've been in and understand or make sense out of what has happened, what the root cause of this problem was, if you're not going to do that, then it's going to keep happening because it's going to put you through it over and over again until you learn. So you would have thought that you learned by now that, oh, okay, it was this, it was that. But if it keeps happening, or if you realize that it's still happening, then there's that one thing that you still have not learned. And it's only going to stop. That that problem is only going to stop. What was I? Like, I I don't even know what I was about to say after that. (laughs) Basically, the problem is going to disappear when you really learn what really is wrong okay i'm really hoping you understand where i'm going with this but yeah only i understand myself or god does actually only god does anyways so i'm gonna continue um we're not supposed to do indecent things with our bodies we are to use them for the lord who is in charge of our bodies right now i just thought of um all these soul ties and um how even when you do get into another relationship and um you you let's say you get into bed with this person or finally you find your match or whatever and intimacy now plays a role of course no matter how intimate you get with that person it's not going to feel like the intimacy that it should feel as. Because part of you is still with someone or others out there. So no matter how much you try to give your all to this person, it's not going to be your all. It's going to be half of you. Because half of you is still with other people or with that someone that you were before that you were with before and it's gonna happen because you haven't prayed about it you haven't broken that soul tie off and even if you have you know prayer is so important and i i just feel oh my gosh my voice is going (laughs) i just honestly feel like we really need to be more considerate of our prayers and we really need to be honest and pray with our whole hearts when we're talking to God, it's so important that you not only pray to get yourself out of a situation or you not only pray to get this person out of your life because you want to move on, but because you really, really want to seek his face. 
you know what's the point of praying if you're praying for something or somebody else but your intentions are just for that and not to be closer with god right right so of course part of you is gonna be with someone else because you even if you did pray you only focused on that right you only focused on the person you're going to be with next and because you really just want to give your all and everything but and for those that haven't prayed about it now you have your answer that's because or if something is just or if something just feels wrong or off in the relationship is because well part of you is still out there with someone else and that same person is probably going through the same thing with their partner or with you know whatever is going on in their relationship whatever is going on in their relationship that is not working for them is probably because of you and whatever is going on in your relationship whatever is not working out is probably because of them or really because of you because you still have part of you roaming around out there with someone else yeah so anyways we are to use them for the lord who is in charge of our bodies okay god will raise us which is now to move to higher position definition of raise from death by the same power that he used when he raised our lord to life just like he did with jesus he's always had a higher position but he raised him to a higher position and one that we could physically see with our own eyes because to us he was just one of us roaming around the streets and when he was finally raised to life he was this you know huge authority but he's always been that way so i don't know why some people think like that but anyways don't you know that your bodies are part of the body of christ part piece or amount part defined as a piece or an amount of a whole okay and i'll continue reading is it right for me to join part which in other words is it right for me to link or connect part that piece or amount of the body of christ to a prostitute prostitute obviously just um mostly referred to women who you know sleep with men for money right no it isn't don't you know that a man who does that becomes part of her body the scriptures say the two of them will be like one person and why is that because part of you Part of the body of Christ is now part of her body. And when two parts come together, they create one. Just like in marriage. Two of you come together to create one. Now two of them will be like one. But anyone who is joined, in other words, linked or connected to the Lord, is one in spirit with him. Don't be immoral in matters of sex. 
That is a sin against your own body in a way that no other sin is. You surely know that your body is a temple. Temple building for worship. Your body is supposed to be a building for worship. Not for prostitution. Not for immoral activities of sex. Not for immoral activities in general. Not for indecent things. But a place of worship. Worshipping who? Worshipping God. You surely know that your body is a temple where the Holy Spirit lives. It just makes sense. Because temple, which is a building, Holy Spirit lives. That's where he lives. In you. You're the building. You're supposed to be that building where the Holy Spirit resides. But what are we doing with our temples? What are we doing with our buildings of worship? We're turning them into indecent property. Or property used for indecent activities. Property used for indecent and immoral activities. Okay. The Spirit is in you and is a gift from God. You are no longer your own. Because the moment you give your life to Christ, that's the moment you forget about yourself. That's the moment your body is renewed. That is the moment you are no longer your own, but of God. God paid a great price for you, so you use your body to honor Him. What is to honor? To put high respect, worship, glorify God. Yeah. 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 Um, I was also taken to Romans six so i was listening to a song and it had um this really great lyric that i even ended up writing down because it just caught my attention when i was listening to the song and i really didn't think actually thought much of it because i was just like wow it it sounds so simple but it's like just it was just so wow for me so I actually didn't expect, I was going to say funny enough, when I was led to Romans, I found the exact words. So I, I, I wasn't expecting to find what I listened to. You know, of course, a lot of the Christian songs that are made or that I listen to obviously have... um. I don't know why I said obviously, but yeah, have Bible verses and scriptures and whatnot, you know, or are referred to the Bible and everything. So it led me to Romans 6, which is under dead to sin, but alive because of Christ. So Romans 6, chapter 11. And I'll tell you where it starts. In the same way, you must think of yourself as dead to the power of sin. Just the same way you must think of yourself 
dead when you give yourself to Christ because you are no longer your own. Meaning that worldly self of you is now gone and dead because you are now renewed. Um, but he continues to say, but Christ Jesus has given life to you and you live for God. Now, that was what I heard in the song. Um, exact words that I heard was, he died for me, so I live for him. And now listen to this, but Jesus Christ, but Christ Jesus actually has given life to you and you live for him. I don't know. It just spoke to me. It was just so beautiful. And I felt like writing it down. And not even coincidentally, because right now I can't even believe in coincidences. Here I find it while I'm reading. Um, and if I continue, it says, don't let sin rule your body. After all, your body is bound to die. So don't obey its desires or let any part of it become a slave to evil. Right? As the prayer goes, temptations don't let me be confirmed to my temptations. Dear God, help me fight them. But yeah. That was that for tonight. I actually have more. And that is still in Romans. Um, If you guys want to read on that. I don't know. Chapter 5. By faith. By faith. Which would by be defined as as a result of. So I would be saying as a result of faith. We have been made acceptable to God. And we have to remember that we're acceptable to God because of Jesus Christ. Because it was because of Jesus that now we are acceptable to God. Okay? And now because of our Lord Jesus Christ, like I said, we live at peace with God. Christ has also introduced us to God's undeserved kindness fact because we do not deserve his kindness because what have we really done to deserve anything from God in Christ so my advice for tonight is ladies and ladies especially men included but ladies especially because I know it is my gender that takes um dress code very seriously or you know for social media and everything um know that you are tarnishing or staining your temple you know so think about it in this way it's not your body it's god's body so think about what you're doing to his body not his own but because he's in control of you and he's in charge of you, he owns the body. That temple is his, not yours. 
So the more you dress a certain way to please others, which is to please this world, the further away you're drifting from God. And I know this part of the world really focuses on God as their God because that's the only God that we know or that we grew up to know. So when we write in our bio, Christian or God, I know we mean God, but we need to be more considerate when we write stuff like that down and do the opposite of what an actual Christian is supposed to be doing. I am also very far from um, what a true definition of Christian is supposed to be. But even just through me talking right now like this really helps me realize a lot. So, and I only ask for wisdom and more knowledge. I only ask that requirement because a lot of us will perish because of lack, because of a lack of knowledge. And it is so important to understand that we cannot take advantage of even just saying that we're Christians. Because being a Christian is just so much more than just saying you're a Christian. It's actually being one. So, yeah. We should also be very, very cautious of what we say to ourselves, to others, in our thoughts. Whatever it is, whatever it may be, whatever the circumstance, the situation may be, we should always be concerning, discerning, no, not discerning, concerning of what we utter. Because anything you say, anything you think, and I take this back to the songs that we listen to, especially those, you know, sad nigga hour songs such songs really really since they play such a huge part and role in the generation of today i just advise us to really be careful to what we listen to i don't listen to such music anymore i hear it when it plays in the background somewhere but i don't have it in my phone anymore so we should just be very careful to what we listen to because just even thinking that you're just singing along and you're not really taking anything to head you don't know how smart the enemy is and he can take over any situation just like that you know we really do not know how smart he is so we should always just be careful to what we're listening to to what we're letting get into our minds and in our thoughts and to what we utter because i i think thinking about it is obviously very different from actually saying it out loud and sometimes you're really just singing along because it just sounds good not because of anything that what you're saying you're taking seriously but just because it sounds good but trust me the enemy is very clever he's very smart um trust me if he wasn't so many of us wouldn't be confirmed conformed to this world you know or be of this world right so 
we just really need to be very careful to what we even just let others listen to or our children or our nieces and nephews listen to because it's so important because they're innocent and they have no idea what they're even saying and what they're uttering or how many doors they or we are opening from what we're saying you know stuff like oh you poor thing oh you poor thing just the word poor that's like the enemy getting in already why would you say something that you wouldn't wish upon yourself or anyone else even though it's just a statement you know it's not just a metaphor it's not just a phrase those are actual words that you're uttering and that's an actual door or opening or chance that you're giving the enemy to enter so yeah you have to live a very careful life because it's a lot going on but yeah going to an hour now another long episode um i don't know tell me what you guys think give me comments give me oh my gosh the word the word yeah nope it's gone the word is gone it's gone it's gone yeah anyways yeah that was today's episode very long my throat is actually in pain right now so i'm just gonna end it right here (laughs) no poem for tonight because this was a very long episode and i just hope that you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys learned a little something if not you know a lot of something then a little of something it's still you know something but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys are looking forward please do give me options and solutions on how i can better my podcast and everything but i'm just so grateful to everyone that's listening right now so good night sleep tight and i pray over your home over yourselves over your surroundings and your health that too and your mental i'm just gonna continue saying and 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 if i don't close this off any quicker but anyways good night potulous I hope, I hope and pray for you and that you loved this episode.